The MMA on the Rocks podcast is intended for adult audiences and does contain some explicit content. So if you are not an adult, please make sure your parents do not know you are listening to this and do not repeat anything you hear on this show in front of them. Also a reminder that even if you fight recklessly, please remember to drink responsibly. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get to the show. Welcome to MMA on the Rocks. My name is Bill Lover. You are listening to episode 176 of the podcast. Are you joining us live here on YouTube if the Wi-Fi is holding up? Otherwise, you guys can just download the audio version later. We're coming off of UFC 247, but we're not talking about UFC today. We're talking about bare knuckle boxing. Because to my right, for those of you not watching the video, is an undefeated bare knuckle boxer and a professional mixed martial artist, the redneck, David Mundell. Babe, how you feeling, my man? Thanks for joining the show. I appreciate you having me here tonight. <laughs> we are sitting in the closet at <laughs> Grace and Clearwater because there's so much MMA training going on in this gym. We had to find the most quiet, uh, secluded place to conduct this interview. We got kickboxing going on here. We got advanced jiu-jitsu class going on and then after that all clears out there's going to be some bare knuckle boxing training because Mr. Mundell here is going to be headlining BKFC 10 on Saturday February 15th Fort Lauderdale Florida against Hector Lombard which that may that name sounds may sound familiar to you <laughs> if you've been following the UFC for a long time, or if you follow Olympic judo, or if you follow combat sports in general, Dave, how are you feeling about this fight against Hector Lombard Saturday night? I'm feeling great. You know, I've trained my ass off this, you know, past month, and I'm ready. All right. So the last time you were on the show, you were coming off of your second BKFC knockout win, and you told me that. You'd like to return to 170 pounds. You'd like to return to MMA. But you're going to spend some time with your family and see how things go. So the plan was return to MMA at 170 pounds. Now you're sitting next to me and you're going back to bare knuckle boxing at 205 pounds. I believe we're breaking that news here right now, by the way. 205 pounds against the former Bellator champion, the former Olympian, the former UFC fighter, a name everybody knows, probably the biggest name you've ever faced, Hector Lombard. Sim How did we get from A to Z here? Simplest answer for that is I am following the money. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I would have liked to have fought at a lighter weight. You know, uh, that's what I was pushing for. Uh, I was trying to get it down to at least 190. It went from 190 to 198 with a pound allowance. That and then just recently in the uh, past couple days jumped up to 205 mm -hmm. you know and it's not like that it's an opportunity that I can say no to you know so I'm game let's just let's run it yeah main event against a, a former uh, champion in MMA a former Olympian how would you say no to that and it, this is something you're used to anyway because in your last fight your opponent was having some weight issues and you even offered I, to up the weight yeah I, I feel like I have a, a curse with this I'm a lot a lot of my fights probably half of them my opponents have missed weight or mm -hmm. that has had to gone up and 
and it's not always bad because there's times that I don't feel like cutting all the way either but I'm also <laughs> a professional if I gotta get down and I have never missed weight mm-hmm. you know so I'll, I'll get to where I need to be but uh, it just makes it easier for me to get on weight so 199 205 if they tell you later in the week it's got to be 199 no problem you'll still exactly do what if you they go do. even heavier then I'm gonna go enjoy a steak dinner <laughs> I mean it's just it is what it is you know we're here we're both gonna show up and we're gonna be very close in weight unless you somehow drained a lot of weight off already but uh, I mean honestly it doesn't matter because I feel like with the boxing you know it has a lot to do with with you know your, your boxing style mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm definitely the better boxer here and I, I definitely feel like I'm gonna shock everyone come the 15th yeah I mean he's known for some having some highlight reel knockouts but really his base is in grappling with uh, doing the judo thing and he's competed a lot in jiu-jitsu and, and stuff like that um, now do you feel like as the more experienced bare knuckle boxer you have an advantage is it is it gonna be that much different for MMA for him or is he such a competitor that you're, you're not, not thinking that way I, I exactly I, I'm not thinking that way at all I don't I don't believe that the having the gloves off makes any difference between us fighting MMA and us um, you know doing the bare knuckle boxing I feel having the little gloves compared to like boxers actually gives us advantage against boxers because we're already used to trying to catch uh, smaller points of impact you know uh, so my thing that I'm banking off of here is like as I've told everybody I'm, I'm the better boxer I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the better striker and I'm gonna go out there and that's what I'm gonna showcase on Saturday night okay so it's not just the gloves though it's the way the fight starts too which for anyone who hasn't seen uh, BKFC fight they don't start standing across the ring from each other like boxing or MMA you're standing pretty much right in front of each other yeah it's uh it's interesting you know but there's still enough gap in that line to where we still have to step forward to hit each other mm-hmm. you know so um i honestly can't say i know what i'm going to do because last time my original plan was to jump off the line and come forward and I, the first couple steps i did was backwards mm-hmm. um, when he pushed forward so i just it's kind of like a feeling thing like uh, i just when i get in there and, and i i look at him face to face and you know, that's that's when I'll figure out what's going to happen. But I do know, you know, I'm going to be doing working a lot of head movement and, and I can't say chucking leather, but chucking knuckles. <laughs> chucking knuckles. <laughs> I think we just made a new hashtag, chucking knuckles. Um, but so you don't really plan on having a game plan for how the fight starts, but when you're doing your training, you're kind of drilling, pivoting off that line or stepping forward or stepping back. Yeah, we've, we've done multiple. And and, uh, and so with me and uh, actually Gustavo is my main training partner in this camp, who's also fighting on this card. Um, we, we did it to where we mix it up. This also, we get the look at somebody else. Come. Sometimes he backed up, sometimes he came forward. So I would either follow or lead uh, a little bit more um, details in there, but we just, just kind of get the feel for it. Cause like you said, you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And, and you go in there with a plan and it all goes right out the window and the second the bell rings it's just it's a fight yep it's like Mike Tyson was saying it in the 90s everybody has a plan until they get hit right yeah. um, so truer words I'm, I'm glad you brought up Gustavo because uh, so Saturday night you're going to be getting in there with a big scary fierce Cuban man 
so a lot of people might call you crazy for that, but a lot of people might not know that you train regularly with a big, scary, fierce Cuban man. He he is <laughs> he is big and scary, you know. And you know when he first came in here, it, it was it, it's cool to see him grow, especially as quickly as he is. And he's 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 an animal. When he first came in here, I feel like I could, you know, my technique is I feel a little bit better than his because I've been you know doing the striking a little bit longer. And he's more of a, a wrestler, but he's picked up on it so fast to where now he's just so elusive and long you know and he's using his range a lot better now you know and and i i feel like he's gonna do really well in this fight and i'm gonna do really well in this fight and we're just gonna have a good night yeah i mean you guys both fought together on bkfc 8 you both came away with a win of course we're talking about gustavo trujillo the cuban assassin if you guys have not heard of him uh, you're going to real soon uh, just look up his last fight in bkfc and you'll see this is not a guy that you want to be getting in a ring or a cage or everyone or everyone doubted him on the last fight because he was fighting somebody that had multiple fights but like i said they just didn't understand the animal that he is mm -hmm. and uh not to take anything away from his opponent this time uh because he's also an animal but it, there's there's just levels to it man mm -hmm. and he's 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 just the bigger animal in yeah. this fight you know and uh props to him for taking the fight but i mean hey <laughs> Yeah. Let's see what uh, happens. Do you feel like it's it's been an advantage to you being able to train with Gustavo because he comes from that same Cuban background? They probably learned to box in the in similar styles or, or do you not uh, think that deep into it? I, I don't think that deep into it. Um, although he's been like my main person I've been using to help sharpen my tools and stuff like that. I've been getting a lot of outside sparring from people more uh, of, you know, Hector's height, you know. Mm -hmm. was tall. You know, and he's he's big, and so it, it helps when I move with him. Like he can move me around easy because he's bigger than me, but mm -hmm. his length is is very hard to deal with. Where I'm not going to have that problem in this fight because I, I I believe I have the longer reach in this fight. Right. Okay. All right. Not the answer I was expecting, but that <laughs> definitely makes sense. But um, so Hector Lombard is a competitor. Like I said all the different things he's done. It seems like he doesn't care what the rule set is. He just wants to compete. Obviously, he's going to have no fear in there. The last time I spoke to you, you took a bare-knuckle boxing match two weeks before your wedding day. And to me, the man who can face his fiance with a bruised and scratched-up face before their wedding, to me, that's really a man who has no fear. <laughs> Uh, please let the viewers know that the wedding went well and everything was it okay. Yeah, it was all healed <laughs> up by the time it came, and, and there was there was not even a black eye to see that. I didn't have to wear any makeup like my wife was telling me I was going to have to do. Yeah. And so it all worked out well. Two weeks is plenty of time. I think I was I was healed up by that week, and you know I had a, a, a pretty good uh, cut over my eye, but the, the doctors after the fight stitched that up, and it healed up real fast too. Mm -hmm. You know so. Yeah, because if, if I heard on paper, like, this guy's been in the Olympics, he, he's competed in jiu-jitsu, he was a Bellator champion, he was in the UFC, but this guy took a bare-knuckle boxing match two weeks before his wedding, I'm like, that's a bad motherfucker right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, it, like I said, I, I, I follow the money, you know, I love doing this sport, you know, but, uh, you know, it's got to make sense yeah. at the same time, you know, so I can continue to train harder and, you know and do what I love more yeah instead of having to wake up every day exactly do a full-time job and it's it's, it's it takes a takes a toll on you you know and in order to get the bigger fights you got to kind of get your name out there Absolutely. which you're kind of already doing with this fight people are talking about it uh, Joe Riggs was supposed to take on Hector in this main event he had to pull out for some reason 
Uh, so were you looking to fill in this spot or did BKFC reach out to you? How did this come about? Uh, yeah, so they actually, they reached out to me. You know, I was obviously was taking a little bit of time off after the wedding. Um, I, we kind of danced around the idea a little bit of me coming in and trying to get on this fight, you know, because Gustavo was fighting on already, so it'd be great, you know, just fight with your teammates. It's always better to be in camp with your teammates. Sure. I didn't want to leave them high and dry. And if I was going to train, I was, you know, might as well do it. But, yeah, the wife was, you know, demanding more time off, you know. Yeah. And then uh, Coach had called me Monday morning and he told me about the fight. And, you know, and right away I was like, well, yeah, let's do it. You know, it's sure. a great opportunity. Lombard's a legend, you know, so it was like, I feel like I can beat him, though. I feel like it's my time. Yeah. So I jumped all over. I came back in the gym Monday night, started training hard, and here we are. Yeah. I mean, the the feedback you've gotten from people can't be all positive because we know this guy's a monster. Some people have to have been telling you like, this is a little bit crazy you're getting in there with this guy because they, they're they looking up, they're Googling him, they're looking at his highlight reels, people who haven't followed MMA you Listen, know, back when he was he, fighting. He is a very dangerous man any day of the week and I understand that, but so am I. You know, I'm young, I'm hungry, you know, I've been doing this, you know, eight plus years. I, I love the combat sports. I, I train super hard year round. It's not like I train just for my camps. I mean, obviously I was taking a little bit of time off for the wedding, but all that did was allow some nagging injuries to heal. And I came back and I, and the fact that it's at a heavier weight, I mean, it's not like he's a tall guy that I'm meeting. So we're both going to be heavy, you know, sure. so my punches are going to be harder too. And I've been, I've been working working so hard on my conditioning and I just I can't wait to go out there Saturday night and show everybody and, and, and let them know who I am nice conditioned well fed I've been I've been eating so much there's times I'm not even hungry <laughs> but hey it's definitely a, it's definitely a nice change of pace you know fighting from 170 where I, I feel like I'm starving every day barely yeah. making weight but I always do and then 85 was cool because like I could pretty much eat you know, good portions. I wasn't really hungry, but then when it came time to the fight, I had to, or get, got close to the fight, I had to start, you know, cutting back a little bit and then made weight a lot easier, obviously. The yeah. Now, <clears throat> with it being at 205, it's just like, this yeah. is cool. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. I see why some of those smaller heavyweights stay at heavyweight instead of dropping down. It's just, it's nice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not, there are worse problems to have than, yeah. oh, I can't eat anymore. That's the thing, too, is with that, like, like I said, being able to do that and not having to worry too much about the size advantage that he's going to have because, like I said, I, you know, like, I feel like he's not going to be that much bigger than me uh, when we go in there, and I'm going to be longer than he is. So by being able to feed my body and just push, I'm able to recover faster. You know, I'm able to train harder the next day. I'm not longer coming in. You know, here's Wednesday, the third day of training of the week, and I'm I'm dragging ass because I'm tired from Monday and Tuesday, barely getting through. No, now it's like all, all week long. I'm just I'm I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, and I love it. Energy levels up, yeah. And we're seeing a lot of success in um, not just boxing, bare knuckle boxing, but MMA and guys who are moving up in weight. We've seen a lot of the. Guys who have come from MMA to bare knuckle boxing are fighting in higher weight classes than they did in MMA. Um, do you think because they're all figuring out the same thing you are, or it's just that there's there's less guys in bare knuckle boxing right now, so they got to fight wherever they fit in? Um, that's a good question. You know, I um, mean, I don't know how much I should be saying, but when I took my first fight, I took it at a heavier weight. Um, because I didn't feel like cutting weight. And I knew it was a good chance for exposure because it was new, it was exciting, it was on a huge card. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, eh. I knew that my opponent also used to fight at 170, so there again, I knew that he couldn't be that much bigger than me. I had no idea who he was. 
and uh, I just recently like I don't like to look at my opponents anymore mm-hmm. like I let coach worry about that and I just worry about doing me because I felt like that was kind of getting to me worrying about other people's styles too much like let me let me do what I do and him have me train for the situations you know which works out a lot better um, obviously I grew up watching Hector so it's like not like I, I don't know what he's <laughs> about but you know I feel like he, he can't know too much about me either. You yeah. Know? I mean, he if he watched my last two fights, I hope he's studying them hard because I'm, I'm that's not me. You yeah. Know? That's that was me training two times a week because I I was doing it for fun, you know. And mm-hmm. well, I'm still doing it for fun, but it's like now it's like this is this is it. This is a, this is a great opportunity. I'm gonna push. And I'm gonna beat this guy, and I'm gonna show everyone who I am. Yeah. And I'm gonna make something of it. Yeah. That's it, and that's a great attitude to have. And, and talking about showing people who you are, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Brendan Schaub mentioned your name on I his did. Below the Belt podcast today, and he said, who the fuck would fight Hector Lombard with no gloves on? I'm going to say a prayer for you, David Mundell. So when you hear when you hear that, is that something that pisses you off? Does it motivate no, you? No, it doesn't. I just, I just, I laugh, you know, because it's exactly what it is. Like, nobody knows me yet, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, they will on the 15th they'll know who I am you know right I, I ever they, they I'm the only I'm only an underdog because they don't know who I am mm-hmm. yet but they will and then then you know then it's just I get a more sweeter victory what can I say you know it's just then I get someone's like rubbing on their face a little bit but not you know but I don't know I don't know it's just funny yeah so that that kind of stuff just rolls off your yeah. back you don't care that's it's everyone's got their own opinions you know but I I, I that stuff doesn't bother me because I know how much work I put in. Yeah, I know what I'm capable of. So I mean, you don't you don't even have to do anything. You just show up and fight and let everybody else do the talking. Well, exactly, or let my fight do the talking. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking some time out of your training to come and, and talk to me here tonight. Uh, I'll give you the opportunity to let people know where they could find you on social media. If you have any sponsors you want to shout out, uh, I would like to thank. Um, Rip Life One really, you know, coming together, helping me get all my gear together for this camp. Uh, Outlaw Customs, uh, Florida Alternative Medicine Weight Loss, Fitness 360. Uh, Nick's been helping me out a lot down there with uh, personal training. Of course, my home gym here, uh, Gracie Gracie Clearwater, and um, I've been going down to see my uh, boxing coach a lot this time at Jihad Wingfield, uh, Martin Brown, uh, all my teammates, all my fans, everybody. Thank you. And you guys can all find me if you don't know who I am on Redneck Mundell on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Well, I know you got a training session to get to, so I'm going to let you get to it. Guys, February 15th, BKFC 10. This is the headliner right here, David Mundell. You're going to know his name after Saturday night after he beats Hector Lombard. Dave, thanks again, my man. Good time, brother. All right. And that's it. Until next time. Cheers, everybody. Bye.